Did it work? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. <laughs> Normally, you're like, you know, you have a comment. I don't know. This <laughs> this one was so good. I didn't know what to say. I was I was a bit sure. Flabbergasted. Speechless. You're speechless. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. You seeing this juice, bro? Look at this. Innocent. Can you guess what like what uh, flavor it is? Uh, orange. Orange and mango mixed, dude. It's literally like the nectar of the gods. It's so good. Whew. Nice. All right. I'm ready. We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yold Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, Arx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Jeff, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, and Strawcab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to welikedota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 311 starts now. took a huge delicious swig of juice while you said that excellent are you is your thirst uh <laughs> quenched quenched yeah <laughs> uh i mean i still have about half of the juice so i'm i'm ready to quench a bit more thirst i think later in the podcast is this our, our official uh endorsement of a particular type of juice Aaron? uh no they haven't paid us yet so i won't tell you guys what uh, brand of juice i'm drinking Okay, we like Dota 311 Unnamed Juice. It's good, though. So, your thirst is quenched, Arian? It is. Uh, well, it's it's in the process of being quenched. <laughs> That's how, my how is, you know, we, we know how the juice has made you feel. How has Dota made you feel? Oh, how how Stola made me feel this week. Well, you know, every time you sign up for like an amateur league or a league in general, you know, you gotta get your team back together. You know, some some guy, like one guy in my team, he's playing some like uh, loot box RPG right now. So I gotta get him (laughs) off that so he plays Dota again. So he actually gets good because you have to play like a certain number of matches if you want to be like at a decent level at least then you know my my other guy he got a vr headset um so he's playing with that and he's not playing a lot of Dota. so with my teammates you know i knew i had to do this but it's still a bit of work you know getting the gang back together so that's kind of the process uh i'm going through now but at least one of my teammates we've been stacking a lot this week uh, me and sam twilling um we just played a lot of ranked matches which is nice because uh if you queue all roles you get a lot of ranked matches. I have like 15 of the like roll queue games right now, which is pretty nice oh. to have a big base of that because it's not very common as a core player for sure. What what roles do you get? Uh, I play safe in mid and he queues off lane and both support roles. 
Oh, so very nice, uh, very nice split, in my opinion, at least. Have you been winning? Uh, mixed results. We've been like 60-40, I'd say. But, I mean, I don't know about you, but from what I've talked with other people who I play with, um, uh, they tended to agree that right now, at least, match quality has been, like, uh, dr not drastically, but noticeably declining after the battle pass ended, which... Hmm. In my opinion, I guess it's just a result of less people playing and then, you know, the matchmaker doesn't have that much choice in who he matches you with. Um, but yeah, like, the biggest indicator, for example, that I see that suddenly, like, after the battle pass ended, everybody just stole my runes. And that's something <laughs> where you can't put it to, like, toxicity or something. Because if I have a bottle and my support picks up the rune... It's not positive for him because with bounty wounds, how they work these days, everybody gets the gold. So it's just a net negative on the team, but he still takes them. Um, and people just don't learn. And those are like the basics of Dota, in my opinion, uh, which people right now at least suddenly don't understand, I feel like, after the battle pass ended. But that's just a result of match quality, I think, going down for sure. So this is like solo queue stuff? No, I've been queued with one friend, and most of the okay. time we get queued with other randoms, and then it happens there. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm sure, like, the league play will alleviate that to a certain degree, at least. Yeah, so what, what heroes are you picking? Uh, I'm picking mostly right now Necrophos. Uh, he's really, really good. Uh, and also Quop's very meta right now, and he just destroys Quop because... He does not care about uh, her harass, and the dagger range is right about the range for your Q, um, so you uh. can always counter with that. And then the other hero I'm playing is Magnus. Uh, he's also still very good, very fun, uh, one of the hardest hitting heroes, and most importantly, he's a very stable hero because no matter like how bad you lose your lane, once you're like level five or something, you can just like start jungling and get rich that way. Yeah, I played a Magnus game. Um, he does a lot of damage. Yeah, he does. He does, for sure. <laughs> I don't think I realized quite how much he was going to be right-clicking. Um, well, uh, what are you building on him right now? Uh, what did I do? I, I think I went phase, echo, blink, maybe two bracers. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. That's the build I usually go. Yeah, I think I went phase, echo, blink, um... And then since I was playing offlane, I wanted to be a bit more, like, utility-focused. So I think I might have gone, like, Halbert after that. Oh, yeah. Um, that's just fine for him anyway, but... For sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, he doesn't, like, really need anything after, like, Echo Blink. He's also super... He's already super tanky, has mobility. Everything after that is luxury. As a core, you most, get, most often get there. But as a support, like, you're going to get maybe a Lotus after that, but nothing major. But as a core, like... I like going MKB because PA is very meta right now, but sometimes True. you had just have to go AC. But I think next to, you know, Daedalus, it's the, like, standard damage item that people go for him. But I also really like Abyssal Blade on him recently. Because it I just, see that. it gives you the extra catch. Yeah, I went BKB. Yeah, um, I mean, BKB, obviously, if you're... Boring. BKB, AC, Shivas. The game went pretty long, but... Um... I was also farming a lot because it's really easy to farm. It with is, him too. it is, yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, if you come home with like you know PA, anti mage stuff like that. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on more like utility uh, offlaners. 
but with Magnus, I was just kind of like, whatever. I'm doing like 300 hmm. damage. By Have you tried Sam well. King? He has a lot of utility. No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in Sam King. He's really good right now, dude. This low, get it at level one and combo with uh, Orb of Venom. Like if in a pub. I mean, I've done it recently, but then also this week in a pub. Uh, I recommend him the Sand King uh, to go up of Venom with the slow level one, and he got like two kills at them. It's really insane how much he's slow with that. You mean Caustic Finale plus? Yeah, yeah. I think Caustic Finale plus Orb of Venom. It's a lot of slow. Fifteen percent. I guess it's free. Fifteen percent. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, dude. I don't think Sand King's any good. All right, if you think so. I mean, I'll pick it against you then, just to. Uh, yeah, man, dude, I, I beat you. Dude, I saw your team in last year's thing, pick Sand King a whole bunch. I'm not afraid. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we won most of our Sand King games. Really? Yeah, we did. We, I mean, that was yeah. like the only two heroes we won with, Sand King and Centaur. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... I just don't... I don't know. I don't get Sand King. And I think... I saw What's-His-Face on it, uh, Mind Control, in one of those games. And I was like cool like you get to stun someone sometimes i mean and stunts like we'll just die stunt win games that's like the best thing you can do in dota stunning people yeah but like there's a ton of heroes to stun yeah i don't, but... know, I don't believe in saying all right all right let's continue <laughs> uh, how how was how was your weekend order Drew? oh my week was really good um we also got our team back together uh my teammates are enthusiastic about dota ah sad man i wish i had a team <laughs> like that yeah, yeah, we, we poached one of your uh, former teammates. No, I mean, yeah, I, with my blessing. I'm very happy for him, for his new home uh, in your team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said uh, happy for you both. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. The team is uh, welcome to the Gregorverse. <laughs> because uh, The Bottle Crew tie-in. Yeah, yeah, Chief Theme Officer Greg Greg sure has uh, uh, moved on to a coaching position mm. this season. Very cool, very and cool. So, we're repping Greg, <laughs> and it's uh, it's me, Cowbell, Poponahu, Fancy Pants, Titus Andromedon, and uh, Nick Uranium Heart oh, Seas. So Bob you already Greg. have a six-person squad. Yeah, yeah, we got it. It's uh, Nick couldn't play <laughs> for our practices this week. He was out uh, doing something nice outdoors. Yeah. Um, but we we did really well. Uh, we, we just played a bunch of pubs, five stacked. Very cool. Um, Happy for you. Yeah, we just like lit people up until yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I've been trying to play like more utility offlaner, so I played Bloodseeker, mm-hmm. um, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Like double spam hero. Yeah, like I want to put him in my pool for the we like Dota League, but there's no way he's gonna be the same hero in two weeks or whenever the patch comes out. Um, like he's so busted. You think there's a big patch coming? I guess. That's gonna be a balance patch at some point. Yeah, like, yeah. Ironing yeah. out some of these weird. And you weird think they're things. gonna nerf Bloodseeker? Yeah, they're gonna nerf his W. I think they're gonna change maybe the mana but, cost. I mean, who knows what the patch is gonna bring, dude? The patch is gonna like shake up everything. It could be huge, right? For, for, anyway, I mean, after TI, it's kind of time for a patch. It should come before the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, we've been on this patch for a long time. Um... But yeah, Bloodseeker's W. You just keep doing it. Yeah, just and it's, press W. It's like <laughs> such a tiny amount of mana. You just like need a ring of Basilius on your support and you can just spam that. 
It's yeah, it's just 70 mana for 120 pure damage every 12 <laughs> seconds. 100 mana for 300 pure damage. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a lot, man. And a, and a six-second silence. Yeah, on a 12-second um, cooldown. Yeah, it's just... Very good. Like, Very good spell. Yeah, we, we even had like some goofy... Like We just ended up picking random heroes. And it was like Bloodseeker, Abaddon, offlane. Against uh, PA someone. I think it was PA uh, Shadow Shaman. <laughs> And they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna right click these guys. They each had blight stones, and like level one, we took like a ton of right click damage. Uh, and then after like level three, they couldn't stay in lane <laughs> because they were just gonna get blood righted down. <laughs> and uh, like you could just buy random. I just bought random stuff. I had like Greaves, Yules, Veil. I bought a Kaya. <laughs> so I I bought a Kaya at the end so I could finish my uh, guild contract. <laughs> mm, very good, very good. Did you get it? And it's just yeah. And, like, Rupture is so good. Yeah, yeah. And that's not a really low cooldown, too. I mean, for an alt, for sure, 70 for seconds. Sure. 70 seconds. If you get eggs, you get two charges. Yeah, I had to I had to chase my... Uh, I guess that would have doubled my pure damage from Rupture, though. Mm-hmm. I had to hit my 17-5 magic pure it. damage. Could have, could have three-starred it. Easy, Jim. <laughs> I did actually three-star it. <laughs> um, but I, it, it took a yeah. Kaya and a whole bunch of... Uh, Blood rights into their fountain. <laughs> speaking um, of uh, speaking of guilds, the we like Dota guilds. Uh, we're doing very well actually. We're right now in the 49th percentile, uh, firmly in the Ni- 91st percentile. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, but the weekly standing that like that we're orientated on right now is still the 49th percentile. Once the new week comes, we'll drop down to the 91st percentile, which is still firmly into the echelons of uh, the uh, platinum tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, did, we did a lot of Lockhart Matatag uh, in our games. For and then sure. we, we played another game. I got to tell you about this game because it was weird as anything. We start off, we're against this like kind of nonsense lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and we picked... Oh, yeah, we were picking kind of not... Like, this is like our fourth game. We'd won the first three. We're like, well, whatever, let's see. Um, I don't think you can play DK in the offlane. I just don't think it works. But uh, the other I team, agree. You know why I think it is? Yeah, I want to hear. E, it's flat region, right? So let's say you have a timber saw. One person hits him, he gets a stack. Another person hits him, he gets a stack. It's as good against two people as it's good against one people. DK, one person hits him, he still regents them the same amount uh, as if two per, two people hit him. So I think his region scales upon being alone uh, against somebody. In okay. lane, at least. I can see that. I, I think it's because he doesn't, like, do stuff without items. Hmm. I mean, he has I mean, a, a lot of heroes. Stun, do, I don't know. Like, I, his, yeah, but he has like one, and it's short range. Stun, and, he, and he pushes towers. And it was also a weird game. So the game, right? The other team shows up against us, and it was like DK Wind Ranger in the off lane. Uh, me and a friend of the show Ray, and then we were up against IO LC. Ooh, that seems kind of scary, actually. And all they were doing was nuking the wave and auto-attacking and right-clicking the tower from the horn. <laughs> they were doing this in all three lanes. Nice. Easy. Yeah. And so they just started pushing up and, and you know, they kind of caught us off guard a little bit. And then uh, we had a Wraith King position one. And so he had to farm stuff up. 
Um, and they just started going around as five from like eight minutes. Hmm. It was wild. It was like, it was like a cheese strat. It was cool. Um, they took all the towers and then they were like sieging. They were on our triangle sieging our mid tier two at like 10 minutes. Um, and so I smoked out and was like split pushing other lanes and like Wraith King was doing that. And like, you could tell our money was increasing, but, um, if anybody went near the triangle, they just got jumped by five people. <laughs> um, and it was like that classic cheese game. Like, okay, if we split push, we know we're going to have the advantage, but we just have to hold out long enough. And I think we just didn't. Uh, <laughs> like, we lost like one fight, and it was like one of those slow fights where we were like too spread out, and we should have been, and like, just they picked up one, one person, one and then people collapse. like, yeah. And then they took uh, one lane of racks and the throne before we respawned. Damn. They must it have was, a good push lineup. Oh, it was uh, Elsie, Io, Necrophos, Witch Doctor, and Lena. Oh, yeah. I mean, Necrophos, I, I, as I said, I played him a lot <laughs> this week. His push potential, like, he can keep an entire team topped off for, like, 30 seconds. You have Greaves, your Q. If you get a kill yeah. in between, you get to cast everything all over again. It's a lot of region, man. It was it was really cool to see them do it. Um, we all you know tipped them and GGs <laughs> at the end. Uh, but it was it was weird. And then it, like afterwards, people are like, "Well, I think what we should have done was." And I'm like, "Dude, it was like a weird cheese game. Like you can't predict." Uh, it's you happens. Know what I mean? It's happens. Sometimes we get yeah. Cheese. It's just like sometimes sometimes people are like, "Yo, let's try this." And it just works. I remember when um, people would pick these though. like necro dazzle uh, lone druid lineups with nature's prophet and yeah. just try to rush your throne. Yeah, we, yeah. We also played a turbo to start the night, and the opposing team had a luna. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's and always the, good too. The game went pretty even, but like they took one tier three, and in a turbo, that was the end of the game. Ah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was like thirty seconds, and all of our buildings were gone. <laughs> Um, but I mean, the game is 15 minutes. It was fun. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was my week. Uh, just very a lot cool, of, very cool. I can't wait. I got, we got strats. We got ideas. Uh, it's gonna be really fun to play WLDL. For We're sure. Excited about uh, it. speaking of the WLDL guys, if you haven't signed up yet, uh, you can sign up at WLDleague.us. Um, signups end on the 30th of October at 1800 CEST. So you still have a, Bit of time, but this is actually, you know, probably the last podcast where I can remind you guys. Yes, and hopefully there are some of you because we currently only have three teams, uh, which does not include yours there. Well, I so. mean, yeah, my team's not signed up yet. I know you were really, really early this year. We were second, though. Props to uh, Juvu and Yield Raven and, and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, that was instantly set up. I mean... Yeah. It always goes that way, right? Like, most people sign up two, two days before the sign-ups close. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I'm yeah. Last year, remember we were like we were amount. like oh if we we have eleven if we get one more we'll have twelve and then like the last eight hours we're yeah like, suddenly we had eighteen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so, that'll happen looking forward but, to um, it guys yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun hey hey want to move on to the news uh, if you say so <laughs> to read the future. 
very uh, I think that very authentic, uh, not forced at all. It's very very very, good very natural segue. Yeah, yeah. I sure. think uh, we kind of got into the news anyway because WLDL is is the most important news. Yeah, uh, probably in the world right now this week. It's true. It's true. Nothing major going on. Um, I can't think of anything where I live. Yeah, I mean, um, there's something in my neighborhood actually. It's called uh, ESL One Germany. Um, I believe huh. it's an online tournament. Interesting. Uh, I actually caught some of that on, the, oh, on wow. uh, Twitch. No way, no way. On, on Twitch, Twitch TV, TV, I did. I saw Enigma uh, versus Secret, and I watched some of it. Oh, yeah, that was a very, very good series, in my opinion. Um, I believe that was the first game that Secret dropped to anybody in a while, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because they went six and zero in the group stage, and let me check this. Yeah, they went. Yeah, and yeah. about like more than more than like twenty matches. It's the first like actual match they lost. Um, looking at yeah. this, which is pretty insane if you think about it. I agree. I have a thought. Do you want to hear my thought? Okay, never mind. Actually, I know it's uh, 15. No, it's no, around I don't 15. Hear your thought. Sorry, I want to hear okay. your thought. Just had to correct myself there. 15 matches. No problem. I know you're a big Team Enigma fan. Mm -hmm. uh, do you remain a fan, even though Kuroki's on leave or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I'm still a fan. You know, Kuroki's okay. not the only thing that goes into that team. Well, I mean, you know, you Germans. <laughs> um, I think Miracle uh, is really good. That's a hot take. Mm -hmm. And. I think he's suffering on that team <laughs> because I think, he, like, I don't think he has enough help. Um, and maybe it's because they don't have uh, Kuroki in there. But like, I feel like every game is him like furiously trying to win, um, and like, it not happening. <laughs> I mean, I actually disagree with that quite heavily. I think okay. Team Nigma, like, I think GH and Mind Control are very, very good. Um, Kuru's very good yeah, strategy-wise, but I think he's getting a bit old, you know, play-wise. Okay. <laughs> but he's still very valuable for strategy-wise, which is what you, like, want out of a captain. Uh, I think Miracle's still in very good form. Maybe not as much as he used to, but I think if I had... I mean, f firstly, it's pretty surprising that, like, a team with their coach, without their captain, can just take a team... take a series of uh, the best team in probably the whole world uh, but for sure the western hemisphere which is team secret yeah definitely um, it's surprising that they can take a team uh, a game off them and i think they right now get a lot of flame because people expect like hey if you don't get to uh, the grand finals every tournament you're like trash um i think like we has a bit of issues meshing with the team right now um, okay. Like some of the moves that they make don't seem like the like two poles because a lot of the times you don't want to at least in the early game you don't want to have the two cores uh, the one and the two in the same map area because they have to suck up farm and they would like interfere with yeah. each other and those two like poles I feel like on the map aren't really moving in good coordination with each other at the moment in those critical phases and they just get picked off uh, which. Is a lot of the time what uh, makes Nigma lose, just like poorly coordinated fights. But I think they still got it, and you know you gotta remember right now they don't even have their captain, and they're still doing like 
pretty well on in the most oh, yeah. competitive region. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, that third game uh, against Team Secret, there was that one fight around the um, Roche pit where if Miracle gets one more swing off as Sven, yeah, yeah, he double kills two Secret players exactly. and they probably win the game. But yeah, like it was the Mars super Spear close. hit him right before the, the attack like, connected. Yeah. I mean, they took a game, which means like they were super close to winning against Team Secret and... If they uh, just won that one series against Team Secret, like the conversation wouldn't be like, oh, Nygma's still struggling, lower bracket, blah, blah, blah. It would be, wow, it's Nygma, the new like, best team or something. So yeah, they, came, they just came closer to like slaying Secret than uh, most teams have gotten in a long time. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. Um, I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, I know like, their, their, their coach is obviously doing what he does but um weeha like i just never seem to do anything um i mean he's getting sacked quite a lot to make miracle work i think yeah like that guy could be the case too right yeah yeah for sure i mean i think that is the case partly it's uh you know it's a very complex uh process is going on in this team so you can't i feel like narrow those reasons down to like only one thing most of the time yeah, they also picked Sand King for Mind Control <laughs> 3, so what do they expect? Sand King's a good hero. <laughs> any any other games in that ESL 1? Um, you, you saw? Yeah, I mean, one thing I think is worth talking about is obviously our boys Viking.gg uh, owning yes. Alliance in a swift 2-0 victory. Uh, I was very, very happy to see that. And remember, Alliance, uh, they also 3-0'd their group. Uh, they were like, a long team secret, oh, really? probably, yeah, the favorites going into this. And they got too old by Viking.gg. So, yeah, that's very oh, wow. exciting. And then, also kind of noteworthy, OG getting 2-1 by uh, Navi. Yeah, what happened? Did I watch some of that? I feel like I watched some of that. Uh, I didn't, but maybe you can talk about it if you watched something. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I caught some of it. Um Yeah, Navi keeps running Doom Mid. Are you running into Doom Mids in your pubs? Mm. Not yet, honestly, but I've seen I've seen it a lot uh, played on my team actually when I was playing. Uh, it's very good because Doom's a very tanky hero. Um, he can commit without actually being in danger of dying uh, with like stomp mm. and stuff like that. And you know, if you're farmed, uh, if you do a good job, you can have like 4K HP at minute I don't know 25 or something like that. Yeah, and you could get farmed. Yeah, yeah, very easily because you just have a free Midas. Exactly. With you, and you can still buy a Midas. You have double Midas, essentially. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Iceberg, they put Iceberg on Doom. Um, and he just owned like 700 GPM in this game. Yeah, I mean, good With like not many last hits. <laughs> you know, sometimes you beat like the reigning uh, TI winners with. Uh, Simple tanky heroes, you know that's the basis of Dota. If you if you can't beat a team, yeah. pick tank heroes. Yeah, look at these three cores: Doom, Slardar, Spectre. That's a lot of beef to get through. Yeah, and uh, OG did not. Nice. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I'm into the Doom mid. I, I like I, since I'm playing off lane on my team, I want to play Doom because I love Doom and I play him a lot. But I don't know. Oh. I feel like he's gonna get nerfed. Too. What are the rules actually on your team? Oh, um, I am the offlane player. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob plays support. 
Uh, Cowbell plays support. Uh, Poponahu is our carry. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's there, if he's not, I think Cowbell might switch over that to carry. Um, Mr. Fancy Pants plays mid. Ah, interesting. Yeah. And uh, Nick will flex around. Ah, okay. I mean, because he has like so many different here. Like, because our like driving philosophy is we play what sparks joy. Mm-hmm. And so I made a spreadsheet. I said, everyone give me your heroes you like to play the most. Like, not who are the best, what role you want to play. Like, tell me what you like to play. Um, and it kind of worked out that way. And then Nick's is just like all over the place. So you just have him flex um, everything. So maybe he, he could bring back junglers. He could become a roaming four position. Like you can just dig up like dead positions for him. Yeah, yeah. We could have him play uh, like ancient Necro. Yeah, yeah, stuff like um, that. And just sit around there and and farm the ancients with your E, which definitely still works. A uh, tower. Uh, what is it? The, the the tower jungle fury. Right? <laughs> yeah, cliff jungling. <laughs> cliff jungling. Yeah. I mean, I, we'll I think that, I that one actually still that. works, right? Because the cliff is still there. Well, you know what? <laughs> Only one Welcome way to, to the find out. Yeah, we'll we'll be pu- we'll be pulling more out of the map, <laughs> than you guys, for the first thirty seconds. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we just kind of play what we want to play, but. I like playing offline anyway, so... Okay, okay. Uh, sorry for that fun. Uh, diversion, I guess, because one more thing about this ESL1 tournament I wanted to talk about is the last yeah. m- series of the group stages. Did you catch that one, Jim? Mm, so probably not. it was Team Nigma against five men uh, playing for who goes into the group stages and uh, who like gets eliminated and who goes into the playoffs. Um, game uh. one actually won by five men uh, in a pretty convincing fashion. And then game two, five men, they had a Spectre and they got an early lead, which most of the time, like if you manage to get an early lead with Spectre, it's kind of GG because Spectre normally yeah. gets uh, behind early. But they had like a 10k lead, five men. Um, they were Roshan and their Spectre player, Ace, he killed Roshan and he wasn't like being pressured by another hero or something. He literally just like walked out of the pit and forgot to, forgot <laughs> to pick the Aegis up. Um, and then oh the God. stacked faceless void walks into the pit and he has a free ages. So, you know, um, throw like oh my God. that was um, not entirely responsible, but at least partly responsible for uh, Nigma actually making playoffs, which I thought was crazy because I've never seen that happen. Like a pro player forgetting to pick the ages up. I've seen it in my pubs, but never in a pro match. Yeah, never just like walking away from it like that. And they lost too yeah, and yeah, they ended up losing the, the series. Game. That is crazy. Poor guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he like tweeted uh, that he was sorry to all his fans and stuff because I guess he was a bit embarrassed as well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I single-handedly lost this game. I mean, I don't think single-handedly kind of, saying, I don't yeah. know if, say, if saying that it's appropriate, but it definitely played a big part in them losing the game. Wow. That's pretty wild. I wish I had seen that. <laughs> and the next game, yeah, let's see, game three. Uh, Miracle went 22-2-11. Yeah, yeah, so that was a good game for him. <laughs> it's a typical game. Uh, yeah, so yeah, someone in Germany is pretty good. I guess it's like mostly this week. and Yeah, yeah. Final sound uh, uh, November 1st, I think. Very cool. Yeah, November 1st. All right. 
Want to do a uh, hero of the I week? You're tougher than Axe Spot. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. All right. And a call back to our previous segment. This week's hero of the week is the number one most contested hero at ESL1 Germany. Do you know who that is, Aaron? Uh, Faceless Void. It is. You're correct. I mean, you told me about it. Uh, it's on the show notes. But still, um, we're going to talk about Faceless Void. We realize we haven't done Faceless Void in a while. He's definitely like the hero. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's like the, the, right now. the carry right now. He's the. I think he beats every other carry hero right now, like in how good he is. Just bashes uh, you can't do anything against. Yeah, like the cascading bashes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like a percent-based bash, um, right? Because it's like, uh, it's not like Slardar, you get bashed, and it's the extra damage that the bash says it deals. But this is like, you get another attack, so it's it's a... It's a function of your existing attack damage. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It scales very well. Yeah. It scales much better. Yeah, it's super scaling. Um, so anyway, I will. Uh, do you want to read? Why don't you read the lore? Sure. So uh, basically, and I'll go through the abilities. Dark Toyer, the Faceless Void, is a visitor from Klazarim, a realm outside of time. So you know, mm. completely contrary to you know every Dota hero's lore. He's a visitor from another realm, you know. No, that's very unique. No other Dota hero has that, obviously. Um, yeah, normally they're just like ordinary people. Yeah, exactly. So nobody really knows uh, what things look like in Clash of Ream, um, but apparently, Faceless Void. He's searching for something called the Nemesis Stones. Um, and I, for I him, could I could tell you I could tell you why nobody knows what everyone looks like in Clash of Ream. Why? Because they they have no eyes. Aaron. They're just walking <laughs> could, around. Go on, Jim. We could. If we went to Klazarian, we could be like, yo, y'all are purple. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like you would just die once you enter. Isn't it like a black hole? Uh, Could be. It's outside of time. <sighs> That's the question. Like, Time means nothing to him. Yeah, but isn't time also uh, like non-existent at the middle of a black hole because it gets slower the... Yeah, I mean, like those. I'm pretty sure it works with that. Anyway, so this guy faces void, right. right? He's uh, he's he's searching for the nemesis stones, and when he went from classroom to here, he upset the balance of power, and it had repercussions in adjacent dimensions. Mm. So this guy, like time, means nothing to him, and. Time is just basically a tool for him uh, in which to aid his allies and smite his enemies. Um, and he basically just fights in all realms that he can visit through, like, Klazarim uh, to restore, you know, balance to the time. Uh, exactly. But apparently, the last sentence says, although in battle he is quite capable of making it personal, so I interpret interpret that in a way that he's just also, like, pretty evil and likes just like beating up people with his maze yeah i don't i mean looking at faces i don't think he's like a friendly guy yeah yeah yeah. he's like he's very snarky and he's like he's very intense exactly like, exactly 
You you don't picture him like chilling after a match. No, no, no. After the match, he goes like into a secret room and like just punches puppies or something to let his yeah. rage off more. Yeah, he's he's not shaking hands <laughs> with the uh, the opposing team. No, no, no. After after he wins the Stanley Cup, <laughs> um, let's go through his abilities. Sure, sure. Uh, Want to start he, with his Q? Uh, I will, uh, but I will first say that he is a uh, melee agility hero, mm. um, who I think has like super high armor, right? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. he's a armor. He has very high base armor and a very good uh, base attack. Um, yeah, so he he does quite well at level one, uh, at least in like last hitting and, and stopping mm-hmm. harass. Very good attacking animation uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy. Um, his Q is time walk. He rushes to a target location while backtracking any damage taken in the last two seconds. Uh, the mana cost is 40. The range is 675. Um, upgradable with a talent. And the cooldown goes from 24 seconds all the way down to 6. Very, very good at 6 seconds. Yeah, it's pretty amazing at 6 seconds. You get to erase uh, 2 seconds of damage. So if you're playing against Faceless Void because of this... Um, you have to, you have to either burst him all the way down, or, you uh, have or to slowly him take him slowly. down. Yeah, yeah. This also makes the zero have a very interesting relationship with burst damage. So, if you have a burst-heavy team, and you can burst the void before he can use time walk, it's very good for you. Then it's nice being a burst-heavy team. But if he narrowly gets time walk off, then suddenly you're gonna regret uh, being a burst-heavy team because you all took damage. So you either approach it that way. Or you can pick, you know, Radiance Builders or Necroforce or heroes with a lot of dots like Jakiro and stuff like that. And that way, he'll never get the opportunity to heal a lot with Time Walk. Yeah, the classic lane counter is Venomancer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there's, like, there's nothing you can do. Exactly. Um, he, like, his double 100 uh, HP yeah. at most. Yeah. His W is Time Dilation. Hmm. Faceless Void, because time means nothing to him, Marion. Yeah. Faceless Void traps all nearby enemies in a time dilation field for eight, scaling up to 14 seconds. What does that even mean? Extending their cooldowns and slowing their movement and attack speed by 10% for each cooldown extended. Oh, okay. I don't know how this ability works. I mean, yeah, the reason why is most Faceless Void players, they just don't use, they like press this button twice a, a, a game. It's just like the ability that everybody forgets that Faceless Void has, which is a shame because it's actually surprisingly good. I think the reason why Void is so meta right now is because time dilation is really good because his Q, E, and ulti haven't changed in a while. The only thing they did was buff time dilation, which I think shows because what it does is actually bonkers. A 14 second slow in a big radius on a core, that's pretty wild. And it even scales, you know, with the ability stuff. Yeah, so it says cooldown progression slow, 75%. Yeah, so that means uh, if you get, like, if you have two spells on cooldown and he uses this, um, you're basically, like, at almost 100 movement speed. You're very slow. Okay, but but what what is cooldown progression slow? That means the... The cooldowns of your abilities yeah, so will for each count ability, down more slowly? Yeah, no. For each, it freezes your uh, ability cooldowns, so they basically don't progress for the timing that you slowed. 
but the movement slow. It's worth the more ability you have, the more abilities you have on cooldown. Yeah, I don't know if it freezes the cooldowns. I think it slows them by seventy five percent. Uh, alright, let me check. I think that. that's what this thing is. Okay, if you say so. This is why you come to We Like Dota, listeners. Sure. This kind of expert content. <laughs> we're literally like reading. We're reading jewel tips. <laughs> like I have no idea how this works. Um, I just when I'm not good at faceless void, but whenever I'm near other people in a team fight, I just hit W and then forget about it until um, I die. I mean that's fair, right? I mean ideally you <laughs> want to use it after heroes have used their abilities. What what happens if you're affected by time dilation and then you use an ability? Uh, nothing. You have to oh. already have used the ability in order to affect it. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, while you're testing uh, how time dilation works, yeah, E yeah, I'm doing it right now. Uh, is time lock, is passive. Uh, adds the chance for an attack to lock an enemy unit in time while attacking it a second time. Uh, it is a bash chance, 12%, scaling up to 24%. You get bonus magical damage of 20, scaling to 35, uh, with a, a improvable by a talent. And the time you're stunned is 0.65 seconds. It does pierce spell immunity. Yeah. And it triggers a second attack. So whatever attack you have uh, also goes off. Um, this is really good for anything you have with a proc. Mm -hmm. and because it essentially is a 24% attack speed yeah. bonus. And you, you, you forget the most important part. Uh, these secondary attacks that get triggered through time lock can also proc time lock which then these attacks, yeah. this, like the th tertiary attack, basically, that can also block time lock. Theoretically, the potential for time locks is uh, unlimited. So every time you hit somebody with void, there's a very small chance that the person instantly dies because you chain time locks on them. Yes, and they, uh, as I mentioned with the proc, they proc whatever you have. So if you have a Mjolnir, they're more likely to send lightning around your team. If you have Battle Fury... Oh, uh, they will each good. proc the battle fury and get get the cleave off, um, which is wild with his Aghanim scepter. Oh yes, my favorite item. Uh, it's really good. I think it's underrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll go into it now because it, it directly actually, impacts time walk yeah, and time lock. Before we go there though, uh, I tested time dilation and it actually slows oh. the cooldown. It doesn't freeze them. I was mistaken. You were right. Okay. Oh, I. I I didn't claim that was true. I just didn't oh, know okay. what cooldown okay. progression okay. slow meant in the tooltip. <laughs> I had no idea what it did beforehand. Um, yeah, so so Faceless Void's Aghanim Scepter. Um, when you cast Time Walk, which is his blinky thing, mm -hmm. um, where you end up within a radius of 350, every target within that gets hit by a Time Lock. So they are stunned for 0.65 seconds. And they get hit twice. Although... Yes, and they get hit. Um, note that that stun does not go through spell immunity, though. Okay, yeah. Um, I did figure that out. But if, so, if you have a bat, if you go Battle Fury Aghanim Scepter, and it's wildly greedy, but like whatever pubs go long anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've um, done it. You just time lock. It can at be any, punished, it, but if you farm the eggs, gives you gives you enough tankiness that you can pull it off most of the time. And if you have Battle Fury Ags, um, you can just. 
time walk at any stacked camp or any yeah. creep wave, and they will all die instantly. Exactly. So you just get your third item in like a minute. It's true. It's true. The farming speed is intense, especially considering because it doesn't sound that good on paper, but you get a minus 175 second time to walk talent at level 20 and a plus mm -hmm. 275 time walk cast range talent at level 15, which is most of the time what you take anyway um on the yeah. hero, even if you're not going eggs so these talents are core and they're very very good with the eggs especially yeah this is uh it's super fun uh to play yeah, Battle yeah, Fury yeah. Eggs. very fun build to do because then like i said like eight minutes later you're six slotted so. pretty much pretty much <laughs> um and his ultimate uh which you know spawns the <laughs> noise that every dota player hates um chronosphere dark terror creates a blister in space time trapping all units caught in its sphere of influence and causes you to move very quickly inside it um only faceless void and any units he controls are unaffected invisible enemies in the sphere will be revealed yeah uh aoe stun um he moves super fast with inside it uh, radius of 450, duration 4, scaling up to okay. 5 seconds, 160-second uh, cooldown. Um, you know, it's super good. You get to yeah. kill someone I mean, with it. This you is get to like kill a the, bunch of people with it. Next to Black Hole, this is like the non-plus ultra, uh, like, uncounterable uh, ultra team fight yeah. ultimate on Dota 2. It goes through BKB. There's literally nothing you can do when you chrono. Um, yeah. It's a huge radius as well, done. pretty long duration. And... It's even like by like uniquely counterable stuff, it's not countered by that. Because for example, when a Yurubik, he steals Chronosphere and he <laughs> Chronospheres yeah. uh, another team, it's good for the Void because the faceless Void, he can move in enemy Chronospheres. And he moves at that, that very quick yeah, speed exactly. too. It's good for him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. And it's, it's unbelievable to combo with stuff yeah, so like jakiro yeah. just lay down the macro pyre guaranteed five seconds of macro pyre time uh the classic phoenix. is faceless void oh phoenix yeah, yeah. i played that with uh, og ruby like one or two weeks ago the combo it's so nice to play yeah and the 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 classic is invoker yeah now yeah, exactly um with chronosphere and cataclysm and uh nobody can move and they just all die yep um, so every two, two and a half minutes, uh, he gets to kill at least one person. Um, how do you think, do you think he's going to get nerfed, Arian? Uh, I think so. I think they're going to nerf, uh, actually, I don't think they're going to nerf his damage. I think they're going to make him a bit squishier because mm. like, that's definitely his weakness is like getting stunned and dying before getting time walk off. That's mostly the only way uh, he dies. And because I feel like it was fine that he's a bit more tanky because he didn't have the same mobility uh, that he has now. But because he now has these two talents that upgrade Time Walk to the point where it's almost as good as AM Blink, in my opinion, uh, just for the mobility yeah. part. And then obviously even better because you also get the healing part. And having that much ability, uh, mobility on a very tanky hero just makes the farming risk very low. Um, so I think they're going to nerf that part to make farming on him more riskier. That's interesting. And like I mentioned, he has a very high base armor. Yeah, F4. That's pretty good. Yeah, maybe they can do something about that. I mean, that's four base. I mean, it's, it's even higher when, when he, with his stats added. Exactly. 
And then he also has pretty good stat gain, so that's more hammer even. He's good stat and he has a level ten plus eight strength talent, which is yeah. very good. I mean I take the damage mostly. Really? Yeah. Twelve damage is a lot. Huh. That's unusual. <laughs> no, I mean most people do take the damage. Interesting. I don't think it's that much. I think 12. I guess it gets multiplied. I don't know. I just feel like 8 strength is a lot. It's like 160 HP. Yeah, I mean, I take that talent on Slark, but not on Void. Yeah. I mean, maybe he doesn't need it as much because he's time walk. In any case, he's tanky. He's tough. Um, he's he's the hero of the patch right now. For sure, yeah. I think it's a safe bet to label him that. Um, go play him. Is he situational or... Uh, you just pick them all the time. I think you pick them all the time. Yeah, he has a decent build variety to deal with a lot of different heroes. He can go very single target oriented with like Mask of Madness, MKB. Um, he can go defensive like Manta, Lincolns, or he can go like very offensive and greedy with your Battlefuse and Mjolnirs. Like there's a lot of carry items that he can buy and not a lot that he can't buy. Like he can even go like F and Y and some weird uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Alright, ready for some noobs ass noobs? I am. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. Noobs ass noobs. First question from Webmaster, friend of the show, Elihu. What hero would be the worst position five? Hmm. We made uh, we made Bailuk play position five Terrorblade once. Oh boy! <laughs> and I think it was either Thieves Thursday or Pub on Thursday. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't like dreadful. Hmm. I think <laughs> Meepo would be a pretty dreadful support. Because I think if you're not a core, you can't avoid feeding on him. <laughs> you can't avoid feeding. Like, he's going to be easy to kill. There's like five of them that you can kill. <laughs> he's going to steal XP from his teammates. Yeah, yeah. And not, not turn it into core like, production. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I think you're correct. Uh, I was going to say Spectre. I mean, um, honestly, I could see like a soul ring build on Spectre where you just spam daggers and use that slow. Because you still get the minus eight second spectral could dagger cooldown talent at level fifteen with that, so you can just spam those. But I agree, she would be a pretty bad support, obviously, because like a mild slow is really not what you <laughs> want your support to like do overall in the game. Yeah, mild slow and like be hard to kill. <laughs> I mean, not even but as yeah, a support, I, I... she's not. That's true. She wouldn't even have anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, although I, I do think Meepo is probably the best one. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Griefing your team very hard with the XP that, mechanics. That's, yeah, Meepo 5 is grief. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Neil, asks, what does Dota look like in five years? Mm, probably a bunch of items for Personas, I would guess. Uh, ah. Then, I mean, I guess we're going to have regional leagues in five years. I think those are probably still going to exist in five years. 
Not sure. Yeah, who knows? I mean, probably. I think it's likely that they will um, will have like a bunch of new heroes. And I think the game will be a lot more dead than it is now. Like five years is Yeah, I think time. so. That's half the lifespan well, again of Dota so far. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Neil further asks, what are you supposed to do when your teammates aren't contributing or are simply bad players? Uh, Arian, we've played a lot together. Um, what do you do when I don't contribute because I'm bad? Um, I mean, if it's like teammates, like in my case, that are bad. Um, so like when I play in gym, most of the time he's pretty useless. Um, yeah. I try to not, you know, like your mentality has to be that you have to be very self-sufficient. You can't uh, think about your teammates in a way that uh, like they're reliable. You can't do stuff based on an assumption that your teammates will understand. So you can only make moves basically that can't get punished even if you were alone uh, because your teammate just like randomly might uh, turn around and leave you to die. Uh, so yeah, that would be my advice. And then, you know, yeah, th- when they actually do something, um, you also got to be there, though, because that's, like, the only way you can win those games, in my opinion. Yeah, you got to, and you got to um, tip, hit up uh, well-played, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you see them do. Anything Tilt the well. other team. You need every advantage you can get. Yeah, I don't think you can, like, uh, chide someone into contributing. Mm. I mean... You can make people mad a bit, um, but it turns sour <laughs> very. You know, some some people, they just get motivated if you flame them a bit, so they try a bit harder. Um, True. But it's a delicate yeah. balance, and you can't, like, once you're over the ice, uh, like, over the hill, they just go downhill very quickly and tilt. It's, it's over, yeah, so there's, there's, no coming, there's no coming back up. You, from off you can't cliff. overdo it. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, just try to play single uh just don't play with randoms <laughs> i only play stacked games grandma ruby asks got a shout out from earlier in the game earlier in the podcast dota musical who's the main character and their love interest who's the villain that tries to keep them apart who's the comic relief bumbling fool hmm. i will once again because i have no uh new ideas i have no novel imagination i will go back to uh tusk and bristleback hmm, interesting uh as my my pair i ship them and uh i think they would be a great comedic uh romantic comedy pair uh who tries to keep them apart i don't think it's like a third wheel trying to get into the romance it's like Bristleback's boss or something. Okay. You know? I guess. <laughs> Who's Bristleback? The brewmaster? Because Bristleback's a... Yeah. Isn't Bristleback like a, a bouncer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both like probably very into like bar culture and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's, it might be brewmaster. Through like... I don't think he's wicked. I just think he kind of has different priorities. And he doesn't recognize the importance of the love that Tusk and Bristleback have for each other. Mm. And I don't think Tusk and Bristleback recognize it either until, like, Act 3. Who's the comic relief, Arian? 
I mean, uh, this is your story, bro. I have my own story, which I think is much better than <laughs> this. So you got to come up with a uh, own comic relief here. I don't yet know mine. Ugh. All right. Comic relief. Uh, can we go with, like, Crystal Maiden? I guess. Because she hangs out with Tusk. I'm trying to it's think of, like, true. a cold weather. She does hang weather. out with Tusk. That's true. And I could see her being kind of funny. Hmm. Like a, a funny musical character. Um, she has like some solos. Uh, she's kind of like unaware. Um, maybe she's like Tusk's friend, and Tusk like confides in her uh, about his like she sees the relationship before they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see um, that actually. Yeah, she's that friend. How about yours? Your musical? Okay, uh, I'm actually I'm pretty proud of this idea, though. That I thought about. All right, so. Uh, DK is one part of the uh, love equation, and the other one is Winter Wyvern. Oh. You know, so like a dragon romance. And here comes the twist. The villain that tries to keep them apart, um, he's not only uh, like the third part, uh, but also the fourth part of a not a love triangle, because it's now, uh, you know, like love uh, quarter, I think. Um, so the square the ice head of uh, Jakiro, he's in love with Winter Wyvern. <laughs> and the fire head, uh. he's in love with DK. So they both are very invested in keeping them apart because if they become a couple, that's two potential love interests gone for Jakiro. So he's very interested oh, in so keeping good. them apart, you know, uh, he doesn't want it. And who's the last ring? I guess Viper is the comic relief, like just something about spitting or something. I don't think it's important. Yeah, I can actually see Viper's comic relief. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He's like mean. He um, would like make everybody laugh. Just like, eh, I just I spit in my something something. I don't know. Yeah, Jakiro's so good there. <laughs> yeah. We you know, I think there has to be a deeper exploration of like the internal lives of creatures with two brains. Mm, like mm. there's only one body, but there's two heads, like do they have different personalities? How does it work? Especially when you're not like a human. When you're like a dragon. Yeah, it's very. There's a lot going on. I'm very, <laughs> yeah. But I I love uh, fitting it into a, a yeah, romantic yeah, musical. Sure. So good call. All right, next question. Rex Cow asks: Is Midas on Drow dumb? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, I do like uh, Sam the Plaid Pirate did answer. Uh, Midas on Drow is good because she has a cooldown reduction talent. <laughs> uh, which is funny because her cooldown reduction talent is at 25 oh, yeah then yeah still, still so is. you you fly from 25 to 30 <laughs> <laughs> when you unlock the other talent um yeah i don't think you go minus on trail she farms quickly enough luther asks what abilities slash hero concepts would you like to see in the next heroes hmm. Arian, do you have any ideas I would like to see, as I said, I would like to see another carry um, with maybe a turret or something that scales with items. <laughs> Sounds super cancer, <laughs> but I don't know. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, I okay, you. okay. You, you know what, actually? Remember, I always wanted a dwarf hero, like a proper dwarf. I yeah. want like a dwarf, like warrior engine, like, you know, like one of those Overwatch uh, tanks, you know, like just like a dwarf warrior. 
And he's a position okay. one though. So like he has a turret that he puts down that like Lone Root Bear, it scales with item and he has to pick it up. And when you kill it, it's like dead for, I don't know, 60 seconds or something. Um, yeah, I guess. That is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He, it, it like redeployable turret, turret sounds actually nice. I don't think it should have yeah. uh, like AOE damage. That sounds broken because he could just like farm with it. But having it as like arrow, uh, like yeah. nether ward in essence, or something like that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, like he has his own tower. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, there's so many like deployables that you can think of. Like you could have something like Earthshaker. Um, you could have rings like Disruptor. There's a lot of stuff you can do with like the concept of a dwarf hero. Wow, that's really good. Thank you. Thank you. That'd be pretty cool. I'm going to say uh, controlling other heroes. Uh, and I'm only saying it because. Parasite. That might. That might be one of the... No, I didn't see that ah, one. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like a concept um, from Surrection Stacks from one of those custom games. And he can also control... Oh, oh I, was re- I was referring to the Academy Award-winning film. Ah, no, no. <laughs> that I hadn't seen. You haven't watched it? But, uh... No, oh it's... Yeah, God, I gotta get what? it on streaming. Gotta, like, I oh, can't watch have you seen Bora like, 2? I saw it yesterday. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah, we're not allowed to go see movies here. I know. Right? It's it's on Amazon. It, it's not in the cinema. Oh. No, I haven't seen oh, okay. it. Okay, you should watch it. Yeah, I've always liked that. Um, in any case, no, just because it might actually be one of the next heroes, like Puppet, they found Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah, that would be patches cool. or something. And so I want to look prescient. Um, Salty Persian asks, "Would Nature's Prophet go get White Castle in the middle of a team That's fight?" That's a burger place, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he'd go there, he would teleport there, and then cast his ultimate at White Castle to maximize the damage back in the team. Yeah, fight. yeah, yeah, exactly. That bounces off the bread. Yeah. <laughs> it hits every slider. <laughs> Mega Matt asks, what's the deal with Beastmaster's bounty rune voice line? Everything he says sounds manly, and then there's that one. This is, like, Beastmaster's bounty rune has been a feature on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... I don't know. I like it. I think, you know, sometimes... I don't think it's unmanly to have a, like, very high-pitched voice. There's plenty of, like, manly men, probably, with a, low, with a high-pitched voice. Sure. Um, and, you know, I don't, let you a man enjoy his bounty. Like, it... He's happy about the gold, right? It's free gold. If you find money on the street, you're also pretty happy, right? That's true. If I found that much money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely would. I would squeal. Is it like a joke though? Like I don't know. Is it like a reference to something that I don't know? I don't know, but I don't. I mean, I haven't heard of any reference pertaining to it so far. So community, if you know, if you know uh, post in the in the Discord. Mega Matt follows up with, "If our WLD hosts were Dota two heroes, what would some of their voice lines be?" Hmm. I think you like out of mana would be very passive aggressive because when you're mad, you're always passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nope. Still don't have mana. Yeah. Something like that. S- still not enough. Yeah. Something like that. What would mine be? Uh. Oh, you'd you'd have like if you died, it'd be like team, <laughs> team. It would definitely be things like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess. Dude, yeah. oh, I, I'd like a really, no, really, yeah. really loud, like, dude, dude, I died. 
Dude, dude. Yeah, dude is one of your death lines. Team is another death line. Like for uh, attacking an enemy hero. Let's go over here. Let's go over here. Oh, over here. Uh, yeah, yours would all be that stuff. Yeah, mine would just be like passive aggressive, yeah, annoying yeah. kind of things. Uh, although I would, I would have some kind of something related to um, farming. Like you, you have a special voice line that unlocks if you kill like two hundred creeps before you hit a hero. Yeah, if I, it's something about like destroying towers. <laughs> like when I destroy, it, I have a, I have a whole variety of tower destruction mm, voice lines. Decade of towers. Huh? Invo- yeah, involving like sounds like me like flexing, <laughs> pointing at my biceps. Uh, backwards asks. Is epicenter a good skill? No, it is. It's not. Yes, I right. believe it's a good no. skill. It's like one k magic damage almost on an AOE. It's like hundred seconds, and like you got to. It's no. really big damage. Sinking's garbage. Mister Fancy Pants asks, "It's two thousand forty-seven. Global economic crises, brutal pandemics, total ecological collapse." The water wars have driven humanity to the brink of extinction. Jesus, okay. Yeah, so so more fun than 2020. To preserve <laughs> the galactic memory of our species and once beautiful planet, a time capsule is being launched into space in the hopes that a distant civilization will one day find it, learn from our follies, and appreciate our great accomplishments. Uh, it has an anthology of human history. The capsule includes many of our finest artistic works, the Iliad, the works of Mozart, the Wu-Tang Clan's discography, film being John Malkovich and a complete <laughs> source code of Dota 2 as some of the last surviving players of the game um, I think we're still going it's like episode 1855 <laughs> you dear podcast hosts have been chosen to write the memorial to Dota 2 I guess it's I guess it's over because of limited space there's only room for three sentences uh, Aaron do you have do you, what are your what are your sentences, how you're uh, describing Dota 2 uh, to the aliens? First sentence, anything can work, probably. Okay. Second sentence, hmm, don't tilt. Okay. Uh, I don't know about the third sentence, dude. Can it just be anything can work? I feel like that's enough. Maybe just anything can work and just be the whole... What would what would, what would your third sentence on what would that be? I don't know. I'm trying to find my review of Dota Two. Yeah, so I made a Steam review of Dota Two. So this is the one I would do. It's free. It's fun to enjoy with friends, and it is not as mechanically demanding as the most mechanically demanding games on the market. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's the only game on the market. Uh, in our scenario, right? Yeah. Additionally, like, I don't think it's fun to enjoy with friends. Really captures quite. <laughs> it's very much like we, the we like Dota mentality and, oh, and how we play. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh... Wait, this is our chance, though, Arian. What do you mean? We're re- we're rewriting history in our own image. So you want to lie? Maybe people in the f- yeah sure. Maybe people in the future will think Dota Two is like. A wonderful place full of, of happiness and friendship okay, like our okay. Discord is. I mean, we could just lie. I'm done with that. Yeah, maybe we'll do that, Fancy Pants. Might as well. I mean, if if 
you know, if humanity's on its way out anyway, we might as yeah, well yeah. lie to the aliens and tell them we were better than we <laughs> Dora the Destroyer. Let's finish up with this one. Uh, he asks, A2K, that's it's you, me. seemed excited to answer my question about living and thriving in medieval Europe with his current day skills, but he wasn't on that episode. So he would like to give you the chance to answer mm. I already gave my answer. It is, I would fail miserably. Okay. What's yours? Uh, I would become a miller. Because okay. millers back in, I mean, it was only a certain period of mid, like Bohemia or something when I read about it. But apparent, I mean, I'm going to ex- act like all the, like in all of medieval society, this was prevalent. But in Bohemia during that time period, the millers were like the, basically the epitome of organized crime. And because they ah. met all, like, they had to met, meet everybody frequently to, like, collect grain and stuff like that. They always had a good cover and alibi. And they basically ran crime networks out of their mills. Um, and I think that would be really exciting, like, run, like being part of a medieval crime network. Although, like, if I get caught, they'll probably, like, I don't know. They did some, like, rough stuff back then. You know, they would, like, cut off my... Uh, you know, you know, say on fire, or <laughs> yeah, something like that. But you know, it still would be fun being a miller and doing like medieval crime because back then crime was like I don't know, stealing a goat or something. You know, fun stuff. You didn't have to necessarily kill somebody or something. Yeah, I mean, there was no, there was definitely no violence. No, no, no violence for sure. So, are you? A miller? Yes, like, yes. Do you have, like, whole grains in your apartment there, and you, like, grind them into flour? Yeah, yeah, but that's only the cover, right? So, like, under the grain sacks, it has, like, medieval substances. Back then, it was, like, probably, like, opium or something. Yeah, maybe. It could be ergot. Right? Yeah, 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 I guess. But how is this related to your current-day skills? Um, is it the, the running the crime syndicate no thing? no not i the, don't run a crime syndicate um well i mean i think anybody from the current time would succeed pretty like well in medieval times just because our base level of knowledge that most people have is very very high compared to then so i think everybody would mostly be all right so i think if i wanted to be a miller i could do it no problem <laughs> okay that's a hot take wait you, th- you uh, think like you could become a miller I mean, like it could I mean just put the grain. Like, like it's literally back then it was like two stones on top of each other. You'd put the grain between the stones, you like you have a water wheel or you turn the stone to some cattle. That's it, dude. I don't think it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I think it might be a little more difficult. <laughs> um But yeah, I, I like it. I like the idea of, of wanting to be a crime thank boss. You, thank you. For like innocuous <laughs> medieval crimes, <laughs> like like moving people's fences and stuff. <laughs> All right. On that note, that is we like Dota three eleven. Um, thank you for thank joining you, us you. on this journey uh, back in sign time. Sign up for we like Dota League twenty twenty at wldleague.us. Yes, come play with us. It's a lot of fun. Yes. See, See you around. around. Bye bye.